This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Paul Wenke, mayor of Westcliff. He has also owned Ace Hardware for 27 years and worked in the healthcare field many years before that. Today we're just exploring what's new with the town of Westcliff. Paul, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Gary. Pleasure to be here. I keep my old interviews so I can refer to them. I see we've talked at least three times before. Well, it's been 27 years, and I'm old, and I forget, too. So, And we'll ask some of the same questions. So remind us of your backstory. Where'd you grow up? What'd you do before this? Uh, how'd you find this place? I grew up in a uh, small rural town about the same size of West, about 1,000 people in uh, northeast Nebraska on an Indian reservation, as a matter of fact. I grew up there. My dad owned a business. I guess that's where I got my desire actually to be my own boss, to own my own business. I um, went to the University of Nebraska, graduated, then went to, I got a master's degree from the University of Michigan uh, in public health uh, with a concentration of hospital management. And I stayed in that field basically for 25 years and really got tired of, it changed so much over the 25 years and I really got tired of the bureaucracy that had that we had had to build to run a hospital because of government regulations that we had to comply with and on and on, that I decided I'd had it up. And we were out here one day, and my sister has a ranch here. Her husband had a rancher. He's now gone, a cattle ranch right here on the edge of town. And we absolutely fell in love with this valley and this town. It just stunned us how beautiful it was. So we made a decision. I was walking down the main street with my wife, Hope, and I said, what if we moved out here? She said, I'm ready. <laughs> she is also in healthcare and also added up to her hair roots in it. So we, um, we bought the hardware store, which was on Main Street. It's Brookwood Gallery and Chappies. We bought that hardware store. We were there for a few years. We built the one on the edge of town. And uh, that was 22 years ago that we built that store, and that's the name of that tune. All right. How, how many years have you been mayor now? Well, I've been um, mayor for about five or six years, I think. I'm in my second term, which will be up, and I don't think I'm going to run again. Okay. Could you run again? Are, I the, could, yes. The no, rules are there to make there's that There's no, uh, nothing that permit, you know. In Westcliff, you can't have a rule like that because you, it's really hard to find candidates in the first place. <laughs> when you first came to office, what were your goals? Well, I've been on the town board for years, and I love this town, and I've always strived to make it better. The goal of the board is to make this the best small town in Colorado. It's not seven different agendas. It's one agenda. We have a strategic plan. I'll talk about a little bit about that today. And it's our desire, our drive, our focus to execute that plan. Now, things come up during the year that diverts us a little bit, but when we do our budget and when we, when we plan things, we plan around that, uh, that plan. And that's a plan that we've developed internally and with public input. So it's something that we're trying to achieve for this town. We do not have individual agendas. You've been in, in office for six years or right. so. Uh, what do you count as your key accomplishments or the town's key accomplishments over that time? Well, um, the first accomplishment, and it uh, some people might not call it an accomplishment, but we got a uh, 
a one cent sales tax increase, which went from two to three percent. And we've put all that money by ordinance into infrastructure. And we'll talk about that in a minute. We have 10 and a half miles of surface streets. One of my goals is to make sure those streets may stay maintained. The plan is to resurface all streets every five years. Some streets need it every three, some streets need it every seven, but on average, every street will be resurfaced every five years. And we're going to be, we're going to be doing two additional miles this year. Other infrastructure projects, uh, which I can talk about uh, whenever you want to get into that, that's, our, that's my biggest achievement. I think uh, a st- strategic plan that we've done is another achievement in getting the community involved. We have, I think, uh, developed our town manager position, so we have an effective uh, operation in that department. And rules keep changing and so on and so forth with codes that we, we must stay abreast of. And so that's another achievement. Um, people don't like codes because it does cost money, but uh, there are plenty of examples where not having a code also costs you a lot of money, especially as a homeowner. Let me ask, you mentioned the sales tax increase uh, that went from 2 to 3%. As I recall, that is sunsetted. In 24, it will disappear and it'll have to be revoted on That's if, correct. If, the, if you choose to. That's correct. The public, the taxpaying public, well, the voting public will have an opportunity to renew or not renew that tax. We hope to have demonstrated to the public that we are spending money judiciously and uh, to help the community and so forth. And have those increased revenues lived up to expectations? Certainly our budget has increased. Uh, revenues flowing in has, have increased, and we've tried to reinvest all of it. And as a matter of fact, by law, we have to reinvest all of that into infrastructure. Okay. So, Paul, you meet on a monthly basis with the town. Uh, when and where are those meetings? They're at the town hall in Westcliff, the old Calderon Mountain Bank, and we purchased that a number of years ago. It's the third Wednesday of the month at 530. Okay. And anyone's invited to attend those meetings? That's correct. And all of that information is on the town website. And that town website is? Townofwestcliff.com. Okay. Let me ask uh, about the makeup of the trustees. Uh, Bess Cole, Mayor Pro Tem, until recently, has recently moved out of state. Has she been replaced? She has. Kathy Snow has agreed to become Mayor Pro Tem. Her term is up in another year, so... Uh, it'll just be for one year because I don't believe Kathy's decided to run again. In the meantime, we will groom another person to take that job. Paul, we talked a bit about finances with the sales tax increase. Finances are always front and center for a small town. How does the town see it currently? Well, our finances are still very strong. We get sales tax numbers uh, that are like two months delinquent from when it actually happens. It comes from that information comes from the state. And uh, I have not seen sales tax yet for January. All of us are concerned about decline in revenues this year, the impending uh, recession that we're supposed to have that doesn't seem to be happening. I have not seen yet any of those numbers, so I don't know. But I think sales are remaining strong, near as I can tell from what people are telling me in their stores and so forth, in our store. So uh, I assume they're going to they're going to hold solid. Uh, at least we're going to do what we did last year, 
That's that's our plan. We have not planned for much of an increase at the town. Okay. Let me ask about short-term rentals. They've been in the news. You've completed that process. We have completed the process through our planning committee, and the original ordinance has been modified a number of times to make it even better and accommodate other kinds of needs. But, uh, yes, we have one in place, and it, it seems to be working very solidly. We've limited the number of STRs in the town to 3.5% of the existing housing stock. And so that's not very many, but when we, when we established that number, we wanted to make sure that houses that could be used for residential housing weren't turned into short-term rentals simply because there's a, there's a huge housing shortage in the area. Mm-hmm. Paul, let me ask you about a program that the town of Westcliff had for improving the facades. There were funds available if business owners wanted to do that. How did that play out? It's worked very well. We established that program. It's called the Facade Grant Program, I believe, four years ago. And the town of Westcliff has will the, the grant total is twenty five thousand dollars that we've budgeted, and business owners can apply for the grant to improve the facade on their buildings. We will match the owner's investment up to $5,000. So if an owner decides to put $10,000 in improving his storefront, we will invest five. If he decides to do $3,000, then we will match it 50-50. It's a very good program, and one good example of the benefit of it is right here at Dark Sky Suites on the corner of 2nd and Rosita. It used to be called Golden Corners. That program was done, or that facade was done with monies from the town. But there have been many other businesses in town that have taken advantage of it. So the town, over the four or five years, have invested $100,000 and got far more in return in terms of business investment. So it's improved the look of, of all our businesses. Okay, thanks for that. Before we run too short a time, I want to ask about the parks specifically Jess Price Park and the Farmer's Market. The Farmer's Market has been held there, and it looks like that might not be the case this year. What's the status of that? Well, the Farmer's Market has been in Jess Price Park. The park is in desperate need of refurbishment in terms of the turf. And so in order to achieve that, we're looking at options to either keep the Farmer's Market there in part of the park or move it to another location. We have established a committee of the board to take a look at options. We'll be, we will be working with the people from the uh, Farmer's Market Group to talk about the alternatives we've come up with, but clearly it needs refurbishment. While we're talking about the parks, the town of Westcliff had a grant to systematically look at all the parks. Yes. Uh, this was approved, so there's a plan in place. Yes. So what can folks expect to see and over what period of time? Well, we have this on our website again. It's, uh, it starts with Hermit and Memorial Park. And the first thing we want to do this year is improve the crosswalk. It doesn't get all done all at once and all in one year, but we want to improve the crossing at Hermit Road. It's not safe, so we want to improve that. We want to install an eight-foot-wide perimeter walk around Memorial Park so people can walk it. And we want to re- repair the stone fence columns that you see there mm-hmm. and reinstall the the pipe rails to bring, you know, kind of bring it back to its historic look. 
Uh, this year, we also want to pave the parking lot there in that park, and that will be about all we do this year with the mon- with funds we have. The next priority is to restore the restrooms at Memorial Park. They need it badly. And construct a stage and shade pavilion, small picnic shelters uh, for people to have picnics, more picnics there. That would be priority two. Priority three would continue to improve our tennis courts. I just... I went by them this week, and we refurbished them, resurfaced them, but there are already cracks in the tennis courts, so we are contacting the installer and so forth. We want to build a restroom in Hermit Park, and that's the park across Hermit Road on the south side of Hermit. And uh, we want to increase the pavilion at Hermit Park. It really, uh, it really gets used a lot and should be bigger. Okay. Those are like the first. And we want a strider... T- a track and so forth. But if you want to know everything that's there, please go on our town website and the, the plan is there. That plan was quite detailed and a lot of yes. work went into that, I know. What's the toughest thing about being mayor of a small town like Westcliff? Well, I don't want to say that, you know, everything falls on my desk. First of all, I don't have a desk. <laughs> but um, there are issues that always come up that you have to deal with, that you don't want to deal with, like any business. And uh, so you, you have to deal with them. I've got, we have, the town of Westcliff has, a, we have a good internal staff, town clerk, uh, assistant clerk, and a town manager, and the, the, the field staff that we have are good. They take care of a lot of problems that don't come to my attention. But every now and again, we have issues. For example, the uh, Colorado Department of Transportation did the Safe Routes to School project. And there's some issues, unresolved issues there with no good answers. Okay. We'll have to solve them. They will be very expensive to solve. And so and we're dealing with the Department of Transportation and so forth. So it's not easy to do. So those things are, those things are um, difficult. But I enjoy it. I enjoy challenges. So um, the one thing I did want to mention on, in, as a part of our roadway Im- improvements, we are planning right now the second phase of the transportation assistant plan, which we did a few years ago. And this this will then pick up the plan at Rosita and Second and improve that street all the way around to Adams Boulevard to where Main Street stops. And it will widen the street, curb and gutter, more parking. We'll put a walkway along the gully there on Adams Boulevard with a railing so people can walk there. Uh, it'll be a nice improvement. We'll go north on 2nd Street beyond uh, beyond Rosita um, a few hundred feet because we have some drainage issues there that need to be resolved. This is a program. We are in the planning process right now. And this is a program through CDOT. Of course, we have to match. Fortunately, we do have the money to match, but it's about a $2 million project. Okay. I wanted to ask about broadband. Both towns and the county have been working on broadband for about five years. We first started out with the idea of getting broadband to the entire county, which we still are working at, but it's an enormous project, and I learned a lot in this entire process. The The idea of bringing broadband to a rural area is extremely difficult. There is money from the government available, but you have to have a 20% match. Well, our project, because you have to have what they call a backhaul or a loop, we have to start down in 
Highway 50, no, west of Canyon City, where the college is there, come up Highway 69, go all the way to Walsenburg, and connect at I-25 there, where there's more broad, more fiber there. Well, then that involves Fremont County and Wefrano County, and p- potentially Pueblo County. So now we've added three more counties into the system. The federal government turned a lot of this over to state governments, so now we have the state government involved. Colorado State University got a grant for planning, so now they're involved. Upper Arkansas Area Council of Governments is involved. So the bureaucracy and the layers of that keep piling up. But we keep digging through it and digging through it. We could become the first community, county, to be broadband certified by the state of Colorado. I don't know quite what that means unless there's a check for 20% of the project involved, <laughs> $30 million. That's what it costs to get the, just get the, the basic outer loop built uh, is $6 million, and we can't afford that. Okay, thanks. Thanks you for know. that. Uh, we're way past time, but any final thoughts? As I said earlier, we, uh, as a board, have the mission to make this the nicest small town to live in in Colorado. And I think we're steadily achieving that goal. I'd be happy to talk to anybody who doesn't agree with that, by the way. Paul, thanks for stopping by. You bet, Gary. Thank you. We've been visiting with Paul Winky, mayor of the town of Westcliff. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM.